How does our perspective change as we move from the beginning of our career to its peak? What are our hopes and fears at each stage? I'm most afraid of running out of time, especially as this is a second career. And, you know, uh, yes, maybe I do wish I would have started it at 19, with the exception of uh, my physical therapy hat allowed me to um, touch a lot of people. So I just want 26 hours in every day now. Today I talk with two guests, one a 20-year-old taking college classes and working a part-time job, the other a radio and TV host already well-established in her career. Kind of the unexpected. Like, I like the fact that I feel like there's a lot of doors open and that I don't necessarily have my mind set on one thing that I want to do. So whenever people ask me, oh, what do you want to do? I don't like that question because I'm like, I want to do so much. Join me as I find out how each views her work, her relationships, her values, and perhaps most importantly, what gives life its meaning. This is Your True North, a program that uses stories to help you discover your best self. I'm your host, Cindy Camp. Please join me as I ask people from all walks of life how they've used core values as a moral compass, guiding life and career decisions. Are you seeking your true north? Then welcome. Well, I want to welcome both of you here today. I am joined in the studio. Shelly Irwin is here from WGVU. She's the host of the morning show. And Sophie Fisher is here. She is a sophomore at Aquinas College. And I'm going to be asking each of them some questions. Um, I wanted to start, however, with Shelly because she's had this very interesting and unusual career path, starting in physical therapy and then transitioning into broadcasting. So, Shelly, maybe you can give us a little idea of how that happened. You know, when you said that, you made a face like, why did you do that? <laughs> no. It's unusual, right? It is yeah. unusual. Well, thank you for having me, Cindy Camp. Uh, you're a rock star, and uh, uh, it's it's unique being on this side of the microphone. I guess maybe that's a control issue, but uh, uh, I praise you for uh, uh, this opportunity here to, to share a story and obviously to get to know you, your Sophie as well. But, um, you know, I always kind of begin, uh, whether it's a keynote or, or talking about this in cliff note form. In elementary school, I wanted to be, uh, on Broadway in junior high, I wanted to be an author, and in high school, I wanted to be on the radio, and I proudly hold a degree in ma a Master of Science in Physical Therapy. Um, there was a childhood dream, and certainly, uh, uh, even though perhaps I, I played out some of that in theater, in some acting classes. I did also have a love for health and sciences and math and caring for people. Came from a healthcare background. So my, my life took me toward the, the physical therapy pursuit. And, um, and again, in, enjoyed it. Uh, 15 years of, of, I consider, hard work. But there was theater on the side. There was, oh man, uh, I want to hang out with you because you're the news anchor. Uh, so I came to a point in my life in my late 30s where I had the white picket fence, I had the two dogs, uh, I had a boyfriend break up with me, and I thought, you know what, I think I'd like to go take a class in radio. I didn't want to go back to four years of journalism school, if I didn't have to. Uh, so cut to the chase, I uh, did some soul searching, I was living on the other side of the um, uh, of our great state of Michigan, found the Spex Howard School of Broadcast Arts, talked to some, uh, some of those that were in the business, did some soul searching, do I really want to do this? Walked into the school and saw all the bright lights and the microphones and said, yes, I do. And did it feel very risky? Or I know once you got that far, it was exciting, but how did it feel when you were first researching this possibility? I, I cannot say it, it didn't 
it didn't feel risky. I didn't. I never questioned myself as far as what am I doing. Um, again, I had some good things in life. I had. Uh, I was living my life. I had some dollars in the bank. I had. It was call, almost like a what's next and let's. It's time to go chase this this dream. So, and not that I wasn't irresponsible about that either, because uh, I. As I, as I made this, this segue, and it took me about two and a half years, I continued part-time physical therapy. I paid COBRA health insurance. Um, I, um, uh, you know, I, I studied hard. So I, I just basically pursued the path knowing that uh, I kept up my physical therapy license, obviously, um, until uh, it, it just, I, I never looked back. And then built on all the experiences that I had with uh, the internship at WJR and a couple of other opportunities that this is where I needed to be. Is WJR on the east side of the state? It is. It's the flagship ABC radio station uh, okay. where I kind of cut my teeth and boy they sent me to Paris and Germany and so I had a lot of uh, uh, lifetime opportunities but uh, but there wasn't a space for me there according to uh, their news director. Also uh, you know subtly not quite sure you have the broadcast voice so uh, that's where I read the book uh, over and over again who moved my cheese and I knew I needed to make a move. So we were fortunate that you did make that move and came over to Western Michigan. Um, and now I wanted to just ask Sophie, she's studying communications. Do you want to give us any idea of your, um, your sort of career path, what you have in mind, Sophie? Well, when I first think about what I wanted to do, I used to want to do reporting and like hard news until I kind of realized and sat through the classes that I don't prefer to ask people questions after they just had someone close to them die in a car accident or things like that. I feel like it's kind of intrusive, and so I don't really like that aspect. And so I kind of changed and realized watching more of the WOTV for women, I would kind of more like to do something like that or like outreach with like the community where I can still interview people and like talk to different people because that's what I'm passionate about. But more about like their life or like fun events or being there with them as opposed to asking about difficult things in people's lives. So you have some interesting career aspirations and you're at such a different stage of your um, being still in college. I'm going to ask each of you about, you know, from your point of view, what's the most interesting thing that has happened to you so far in life, whether a specific experience or just a, a hobby and interest that you have? If you can share a little bit so we get to know you on a personal level. Hmm. Well, um, yeah, I, I believe in the, the art of, and this may come up again, of working hard, but also playing hard. And one of the uh, opportunities I had uh, that I looked into when I first moved here almost 18 years ago was not only, goodness gracious, I get to be on the radio, and I do some television work too, but oh my goodness, there's a 25K road race. Uh, so I kind of turned my, uh, my extra energies into um, training for this 25K, and then it basically spiraled into uh, a lot uh, getting into triathlons. I've been to world championships three times internationally. So I have that whole other life of me as, as well. So I work hard, but I play hard too. So I guess just the, the athleteness that we can do in our later years can never... Uh, doesn't stop. And a triathlon is a big undertaking. Yeah, you have That's to get a, into the water. It's a lot of training. Yeah, the water, the bike, and the running, mm -hmm. right? Yeah. Wow. Well, and Sophie, what about you? I'd say for me, it was definitely seeing the shift in myself from high school to college. So seeing when in high school, how I was, 
I wasn't quiet, but I definitely, going to school, it was more school. I had, like, my friends who I talked to in class, and then I went home and kind of did my own thing, whereas in college, I definitely branched out, like, the summer after I graduated high school, I got a new job, which really forced me to become a more, not necessarily open, but more chatty and, like, extroverted, and I think it's interesting to see how that change can happen, like, later. It doesn't, I don't think being extroverted or introverted is something you're born with. I think it changes based on your experiences. So being working at a coffee shop where it's in your job to talk to people and to make sure that they're having a good experience kind of makes you have to interact with different people, which I think had a big impact on me. Well, let me follow up that question, and I'm going to ask each of you about some core values or guiding principles that you live according to, and especially if you can share a story that explains why a value means um, something to you. I'd say for me, it's definitely confidence in your work and having pride in it as well. I know being an assistant manager as a young person since I'm only 19, it's difficult to have to... um, boss other people around I'd say that are older than you and it can be very uncomfortable but being confident in your position and your ability it would definitely be the driving force for me and being a woman like as far as I when I interview people or for a job and they shake my hand and they're a woman and they're not giving a firm handshake I'm just like I think you should have a firm handshake so I'd say being confident in yourself and not like questioning what your opinion is or what you have to say. And I would say you must have a big, a good degree of confidence to already be in a position where you're managing other people, interviewing them um, at 19. That's really remarkable. I don't think too many 19-year-olds have that kind of work as a part-time job at college. Shelly, what about you? What about a, a, a guiding principle or a value? I was going to say 40 years ago, I've probably wasn't like you Sophie. Um, you know I believe in the uh, the characters of uh, authenticity uh, being yourself uh, I certainly am myself on on air I mean there certainly is a it's a stage from 9 to 11 I have a show to conduct but uh, you find your own unique quality and I, I try not to veer from that if uh, if uh, I have a script that I'm following, and, and this is out in the public, too, and I've never said that word. I'm not going to say that, you know, if I've never used that word, then I'm not going to use that word and make it my, more myself. So, And also service. This, um, I, I feel as though I serve as a messenger to many of my guests. So my, I, it, there's a service calling, so let me, uh, as appropriate, open the microphone up to you so that we can be of service to your message. And now I'm going to ask about a personal relationship and how that might have affected your values, whether it's a family, a friend, a a mentor, a a professor. Who would you think of that has really impacted your sense of your values? Dogs don't count, do they? (laughs) You have several, though, don't you, Shelley? I do. Um, You know, I have... um, when I first moved to West Michigan, um, obviously you're, you're looking in a new profession, one that you've chased, and uh, hopefully uh, has, uh, you look to become successful. You look for mentors, and I did have a, a, a Dr. Jacqueline Taylor, who uh, uh, obviously is still doing her thing here in West Michigan, that somewhat took me under her arm and said, I think you need to be uh, the co-chair of the Athena Committee. 
And so we took that under, you know, that was a sign that someone believes in you because usually you're your own worst critic. So I had uh, uh, Dr. Taylor reach to me right away, and then that uh, did segue into a couple of other leadership activities. And through those activities, it also means meeting um, cool people in the uh, in the in the city, so I'm going to give her the kudos, and I know that uh, even to this day she's doing uh, she's doing that with someone else who's new to the area 18 years ago. And Sophie, what about you? I'd say for me, I don't really have one set person, but right now I think my boss is one of my biggest cheerleaders because I know when I first got promoted, I was didn't really necessarily know if I could do it, but she was always there to like encourage me and tell me that I could do it and she'd always tell me after I learned something like oh you're catching on like I'm so proud and I think kind of having those words of affirmation was very helpful and it was also nice to see her recognize like the good things I was doing while she also can tell me like oh this is something you need to work on so and providing the feedback yes yeah. which can be difficult especially because we are friends so it can be kind of difficult when you're on that level to provide feedback that might be more and negative. that's that's a job you've a part-time job you've had for a year year and a, a half year, yeah okay great well let me just pause for a brief moment I want to reintroduce my guests here today on your true north I'm talking with Shelley Irwin host of the morning show on WGVU and with Sophie Fisher a sophomore at Aquinas College I'm wanting to ask about how your values influence life day to day. Can you give us a little idea of how um, authenticity or confidence, how that maybe affects the way you do your work or the relationships that you have? I feel like my confidence a lot comes from presentation. I did go to a private school, so I grew up wearing uniforms to school, so I also think that dressing a little nicer helps you to carry yourself nicer. So I do try, like I might not always be wearing business casual or things like that, but dress like a little nicer than just wearing something like sweatpants and a sweatshirt every day so that I feel better about myself and can like walk in and know that I'm gonna do well on something. And I think just being proud of what you do. Your confidence comes from being proud of the work that you're doing. And so I think showing that to other people and turning in, like if it's an assignment or something like that, and being proud to write your name on it, that's where a lot of confidence comes in. Thank you. I like the way you tied in both work and school. Shelley? Here we go. I have a very, um, very heavy work ethic. Uh, which means, uh, first of all, I'm, you know, please take your vacation day, Shelly. No, I don't want to leave my radio. Um, which means that my work ethic, uh, and as I mentioned earlier, work hard, but play hard. Allow yourself to play hard, but after your work is done. So my work ethic, as far as uh, a value that influences the way I do my job, from that 6 a.m. to that preparation from 6 to 8.30, is focus that show from nine to eleven is focus it's focus but we're doing a job a few more uh, hours to put in a lunch and then at three o'clock it's time 
to allow that focus to be put to the side, that work to be put to the side to allow Shelly to have her time until the next day. So I like to think that the value of a, of a heavy work ethic uh, is going to influence a focus and maybe a, a, a job well done. At this stage of your life, I'm going to ask each of you what you might be afraid of. If you can think of something that still feels like kind of a big um, weather challenge or actually something that, that still feels kind of like a, a fear. Uh, for me, running out of time. Uh, I could say the word dying. I still am wor working that out. Uh, we all are going to die one day, I, I've heard. Um, <laughs> but I don't want to run out of time. Now, maybe I say that because... Uh, I do like what I do. There are some, you know, there, it's not all been Pollyanna, but I really do like what I do. Uh, and, um, and the same with the athletic side. Uh, one day, you know, am I going to be still doing this in 10 years? I sure hope so, but the numbers don't look, you know. I mean, <laughs> just, um, just curious, how much do you run on an average uh, at this well, stage of life? At, you know, again, being a triathlete, I'll, um, I'll balance that with some cycling and some swimming. But I'm, I'm usually, I mean, I exercise six days a week, one to, one, and a, one to two hours at a time. So probably running three miles a day, probably 15, at least 15 miles a week with some cycling. Uh, so I want to say I'll be in good shape. But, but to answer your question, I'm most afraid of running out of time, especially as this is a second career. And, you know, uh, yes, maybe I do wish I would have started it at 19, with the exception of uh, my physical therapy hat allowed me to um, touch a lot of people. So I just want 26 hours in every day now. And Sophie, what about you? I'd say for me, partly not living up to expectation because, and in regards to that, the struggle of maybe finding a job after because I know a lot of people that I talk to are always like oh you're so set like you'll find a job after and it's just kind of like what if I don't like and that expectation that everyone has that you will find a job so I just feel like it's a little scary also to know that you can put in a lot of hard work and you can build your resume but that's not totally what it's about a lot of it is about who you know and networking and finding people so I feel like that is in a way pretty daunting and the follow-up to the question about what you're afraid of is what you're most excited about do you have anything that would you would be at the top of that list uh i'll i'll just be honest and say what what's going to be happening next it seems like uh, obviously the plate is full with uh, those who uh, need an interview and and can certainly step up to the plate but other things in the community um uh, I'm going to be part of the Rotary Club. I'm going to be uh, a 2020 uh, Amway Riverbank Run uh, Road Warrior uh, next year. So I, I look for those opportunities to come in, in addition to who, who do I get to interview, uh, that uh, I'm very blessed that are going to possibly come in. Is there another board that I'm going to get off, that I'm going to get on, that will uh, allow me to make a new friend? So I guess that's what I look forward to is, is there's going to be another opportunity, and that's kind of cool, and I, I don't want to lose that. And at your stage of life, Sophie? I would say for me, graduating and then kind of the unexpected. Like I like the fact that I feel like there's a lot of doors open and that I don't necessarily have my mind set on one thing that I want to do. So whenever people ask me, oh, what do you want to do? I don't like that question because I'm like, I want to do so much. Like, 
I, it sounds bad, but I would take, not that I would take whatever job I wanted, but if it sounded interesting to me, I'd probably take it, even if that wasn't what I had thought I wanted at the end of the day, because there's still time. Well, and time to, yeah, time to be a little bit adventuresome, yeah. you know, as you leave college and, and you see what's out there. And as Shelly has experienced, it might be that you work in one field for 10 or 15 years and then transition into some other field that's really quite different. I know many people do make career changes in the course of their lives. So um, it seems like, yeah, there's lots of room for that. I'm also curious what role your friendships, your circle of friends have played in I guess the, the, the place of values in your life, how have they influenced your sense of yourself and of your values? Well, I'm lucky to, uh, again, uh, uh, oftentimes you join boards and you get to know friends. And one of the uh, first committees I was on was through the uh, Salvation Army. And I met my friend um, Sandy uh, Steamsma, who uh, uh is a leader in our town, former uh, county commissioner, yet had this love of of running, of, of getting involved. So she, uh, I was able to somewhat be adopted into her group, and we've uh, moved on to uh, gathering this group and taking uh, annual destinations to runs and trips. We've been to Iceland and Vancouver and Jamaica and, and uh, Madrid and Amsterdam, and, and we're going to Italy. So there are eight to ten of us that do this every year. And I, I, I didn't come up, I didn't grow up with an internationally traveling family. Um, so they have truly been there uh, in those trips and also in some, you know, downtime twos when, too, when you need somebody to talk to. Well, in supporting each other's interest in health. Yes. And in, yeah. In, there was in, some wine involved. <laughs> it's always nice. <laughs> Sophie, what about you? When you think about your friends, how have they interfaced with your, your values? Well, my best friends are definitely the ones that I've met through my job. Um, I think making friends with people who share the same values has helped us to become really close. And they really do care about me because, like, a lot of times if I'm, not that I'm going to make a really bad decision, but they kind of try and correct me and they help me with like more tough decisions, which I think gives me some of my confidence and the way they like back me up on things I've done or like are just there to listen to problems going on in my life. So it kind of gives you the validation, which then helps you to feel more confident in whatever decision you're trying to make. Well, we're going to pause just a moment again so I can let listeners know you are tuned into Your True North. Today, my guests are Shelley Irwin, host of The Morning Show on WGVU here in Grand Rapids, Michigan, and Sophie Fisher, a sophomore at Aquinas College here in Grand Rapids. Um, you know, you're at such different stages of your career and, and really of life, with Sophie still being in college and Shelley well-established in a career. I'm wondering if it's become easier or harder to live according to, to know what your values are and live according to them, you know, in your own life experience. Do you feel like that's gotten easier or harder? I guess I'll, I guess it's gotten easier and probably age helps that a, a little bit. You finally uh, get to know who you are and accept who you are and um, like yourself. Uh, so uh, once those are fairly established and, and you've surrounded yourself with good, positive people and something that uh, uh, you enjoy doing both uh, vocationally and avocationally, uh, basically you're, um, 
you're flying in the air. You no longer are you taxiing forward and backwards. You're, you're flying in the air. Sophie? That's how I feel exactly. I feel like for me it's also gotten easier because I am very observant in people and their behaviors, so I can pick very good friends who are mostly like me, and so I feel like having them to back me up just has helped me to live according to my values and finding people with similar values. I think you don't have to be exactly the same because my friends and I are not the same, but I think that really helps to be able to live that way because they're doing it also. And so I think even though I'm young and still in college, I'd say that I feel like I found myself through my friends. And this question is just for Shelley. I'm wondering um, if, if you would give any advice, anything that you would think, boy, if I had only known that when I was 19 years old, it would have made things easier or it would have um, just helped me learn about more of my own true wants and desires. Yeah, I guess just um, do what you love. Uh, find something that you feel totally comfortable with and do it, whether it's, you know, like I say, a sporting activity or I really want to learn how to knit or I really want to volunteer here. Uh, I think, uh, um, and, and I'm a little frugal, more frugal than I'd like to be. That's uh, maybe, you know, s spend some money. We can't, we can't take it back with you. I'm just learning that now that it's okay to take a trip uh, overseas and spend a little money, but uh, maybe not uh, uh, not push everything off. Maybe enjoy life to its full fullest as much as as you can at your at your younger age as well. So interesting because your advice is not so much about career as about hobbies and free time and how to spend yes, you yes. know how to spend your your resources. So yes, yeah. Um, of course, the the career um, you have to work hard. You you do have to. Uh, not necessarily, you know, they say be the first one there, be the last to leave. You don't want to play the martyr role, but um, you do have to work hard and you have to um, uh, write down your goals and you have to look at your goals and you have to uh, write down your dreams and you have to look at your dreams fairly frequently. So uh, I do that in a coffee shop sometimes on Sunday mornings. I'll have to find <laughs> your coffee shop and, and hang out there. Uh, and then I'm wondering about what makes life meaningful for you today. Three dogs and a cat. <laughs> so they're wonderful companions. Yeah. yeah. yeah again. Did uh, you grow up with animals? I did. I grew okay. up uh, hobby farm, uh, uh -huh. horses, chickens, uh, didn't eat a soul. Uh, uh, animals, I was a, um, a big 4-H kid in southern Indiana, uh, showed a dog, showed a goose. And then um, obviously as I did my uh, career, career change, I didn't get my first two dogs until um, my, per my own until my early 30s. And then um, obviously I've had animals ever since. And they really are an important part of, of my life. Sophie? I'd say for me, my job, because I look forward to going to it every day because the my coworkers are like a family to me. And I also really enjoy seeing the customers. And I like being on a name-to-name -name basis with them. And I just really enjoy seeing them every day. And I'm very structured, so I like having a schedule. And so knowing, oh, I'm going to go into work this day at this time, and I'm going to see all these people. I like that aspect of my life right now. What about a favorite poem, a saying, um, anything that kind of helps you, again, stay focused and, and live the life that you really want to live? 
just do it. I'll steal it from Nike. Does Nike still uh, have that saying? I, I, I have had this question before, and for some reason, just do it comes uh, up. I also uh, mentioned the book I read, uh, Who Moved My Cheese? Because in general, I think that was about where uh, you come up against a, a wall, and so you, how am I going to get around that wall? Uh, so, uh, but I just go back to, to just do it. If you want to make a career change, just do it. If you want to run your first 25K, just do it. And <clears throat> don't just talk about it, but make that first step to do it. Yeah, you've lived pretty fearlessly, and I think you've been rewarded in so many areas of your life with two different careers um, and all kinds of things that you're involved with here in Grand Rapids. I know you have such a full calendar with events that you attend, benefits, board of directors meetings, um, and then all of your running and sports and hobby activities. So I have dishes seems... in the sink. <laughs> That's okay. Dishes <laughs> in the sink are all right <laughs> when your life is so full. Um any closing thoughts for either of you about living by leading from your values? Sophie, I'll let you start. I'd just say one of the most important things would be, if you're a people person like me, to find friends who share those values so that you're both not necessarily working towards the same goal, but trying to live your life in a similar way so that it really helps establish a sense of confidence in yourself. Fill up your life. Um, I'm blessed. I certainly haven't mentioned them, but I do have uh, um, fairly active uh, parents in their early 80s uh, who continue filling up their life, an uh, active brother and his family and, and their kids. Uh, but uh, wherever you are in life, fill it up as, as much as you can. Uh, I guess that one uh, doesn't have to be uh, do what I do, but, but fill up your life as much as possible because I they say we only have one life, so let's fill it up. Yeah, if, if that's true, then make the most of it. Yeah, well, I want to thank both of you so much. It was just delightful to talk with both of you and to, to have the two of you. And, and listeners, they don't know each other. Sophie and Shelley met here in the studio this afternoon, and it's been interesting to have the two of them talk about their different um, sort of paths and different stages of life and their values. So I'm really thrilled that they were willing to come and join uh, me today here to talk about all kinds of interesting things on your true north. A thank you to Shelley Irwin, the host of The Morning show on WGVU and a thank you to Sophie Fisher a sophomore over at Aquinas College I also want to thank you for tuning in to your true north you can listen wherever you get your podcasts and we invite you to subscribe so that you get our most recent episodes as soon as they're available follow us on Facebook and Instagram at your true north podcasts our producer is Sean Amelia our social media coordinator is Cassie Betton and I'm your host Cindy Camp Please join us again for another conversation about values as a compass for life's journey.